Welcome to the Image Advisor Podcast. I'm Paul Morton, a certified financial planner professional. The Image Advisor Podcast exists to help busy professionals get an educated and clear vision about money. Talking about money is difficult enough as it is. Discover the confidence in creating a customized financial plan in a calm and casual environment. Not every professional should have the same financial plan. Everyone is different. Let's celebrate that. Every financial plan should be different too. Music used in this show is by the band Forum. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Inc. Broker Dealer, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and M Advisor are not affiliated. Welcome to the M Advisor Podcast. I'm Paul Morton. The M Advisor Podcast comes out on payday, the 15th and 30th of each month. Today, we're talking about the scary consequences of not planning. So if you don't proactively plan, then you reactively have whatever plan defaults to your indecision. So everybody, as it sits right now, has a financial plan. That could be a series of credit cards, a bank account, and benefits at work. And that might be all that you have, but there are underlying factors that tie into your current plan, such as your estate plan. What if you don't establish your own will? What are the consequences of not establishing a will? Whatever your state has in mind for you and your stuff, that state rubber stamps for everybody who doesn't have a will. That affects you, including who's going to take care of your kids. And that's the scariest part. If you don't have guardianship established through your will and you have kids under the age of 18, who is their guardian? If that's not clearly mapped out for the courts to see that you've made your decision, it is a very scary consequence that your kids will be potentially put into foster care or somebody who doesn't necessarily like and or love your kids is then going to take care of your kids. And it could be that you have a big bank account and they want access to that big bank account for them. And in exchange, they volunteer to take care of your kids. And if you own businesses or you own stuff, you own houses, you own investments, and there's no will, who gets all of these items? In my opinion, these things are secondary to the kids, to the guardianship decisions in the will. But it is a very scary consequence to not have at least a very simple estate plan completed. What if you don't reconsider the basics of your car insurance. Are there scary consequences involved there? For example, let's just say that you have the car insurance that you have now. If you've not updated your car insurance and purchased an umbrella policy, what is happening in your current plan right now that could be life-changing. Likely, you have anywhere from fifty to $100,000 of car insurance. That's 
what I see most often in people's car insurance plans. And we expect car insurance to take care of our car and to take care of other people's car. We consider it to be property insurance, but it's not just property insurance. Car insurance has two components. It's both property stuff and casualty, not stuff. So it's property and casualty insurance. It has dual purposes. That casualty side protects you against lawsuit. And it also protects you against medical bills from others. Now, what it does not do, it does not protect you against your own medical bills. That's health insurance. But if somebody gets hurt as a result of your negligence, let's say, then your car insurance will step in and help pay that expense so that it doesn't have to come from your checking account. If you've not updated your car insurance or at least reviewed it and found what you have in your car insurance plan acceptable and reasonable, then what you likely have is an aggregate policy of $50,000 to $100,000 maybe. What I typically recommend in a plan is to at least have a million dollars of umbrella insurance. And in order to get that, you have to upgrade your car insurance to the minimum necessary to justify an umbrella insurance policy, which is usually about a $500,000 car insurance plan. So you need to upgrade from your 100000 up to 500000 Now, how do we do that effectively and efficiently? We'll get to that in just one second. Let's say you're driving around with your less than adequate car insurance plan. Is there a scary consequence? Yeah. I'm typically talking with individuals who are physicians and who are dentists. They might wear scrubs. They might wear a white coat. They might have a stethoscope in their car. They might even have a little license plate frame that says, Hi, I'm a doctor and I'm important. While that's all well and good and fine, that can create some attention. And in the result of an accident, it could be that it sets an unnecessary target on you for a lawsuit, whether it be your fault or not whether it be in the car or not, could result in a lawsuit. And that lawsuit typically won't be for $50,000. That lawsuit will typically be for $500,000 or a million dollars. And your car insurance is the first line of defense before your assets come into play to pay that lawsuit if you lose that battle. Additionally, you will probably have some legal fees to fight that battle. Car insurance comes in and will be your lawsuit defender on that casualty portion of the car insurance policy. If you have an umbrella policy, umbrella insurance is typically casualty only and it upgrades the casualty part of your car insurance plan. So if you were to get sued, umbrella insurance is your lawsuit protection. Again, if you get sued personally, not professionally, personally. So if you get sued with your current car insurance, let's just say it's a $500,000 lawsuit, and that $500,000 incurs $50,000 of legal fees, that's $550,000 of judgment against you should you lose. And if you lose that battle, your car insurance, which is valued as much as $100,000, will pay. 
and the car insurance company will likely settle at $100,000 and write that check as quickly as they possibly can and then pass the remaining $450,000 balance on to you. So if you have $450,000 of liquid assets, then those liquid assets will be transferred to whoever you lost your lawsuit to. If you don't have $450,000 of assets, but you do have a potential to have $450,000 in the future based on your income, it could be that your income could be garnished to pay that $450,000 lawsuit claim over time. How does wage garnishment work? Well, almost all of us already have wage garnishment. It's called FICA, Social Security, and Medicare. When we get our paycheck, we don't get the choice to pay Social Security and to pay for Medicare. It's automatically removed from our paycheck. So garnishment works very similarly. We don't get the choice. It is an automatic transfer established from your employer to pay $5,000 a month for however many years or whatever the judgment might require. How do you fix this? Get an umbrella policy. Talk to your car insurance agent. Upgrade your car insurance to the minimum necessary to add or justify an umbrella policy. You can also review your car insurance deductibles. The deductible is how much you have to pay of the claim. And usually that's anywhere from $500 to $1,000. If you adjust your deductibles from $500 to $1,000, that might decrease the cost of the car insurance so that there's very little, if any cost at all, to upgrade your car insurance. And then umbrella insurance is very cheap for many individuals. Something like 15 bucks per month for a million dollars of car insurance. And that's such an easy fix to protect your assets against personal lawsuit. Even in residency or fellowship, that's something that can oftentimes be completed. What about the scary results of not having a savings strategy? Or not having a cash flow plan? And what I mean by this is you look at your current situation, you might have some debt in the form of student loans, credit card, a mortgage, and then you have a bank account. And you might have a retirement plan at work. So what are the scary results of not thinking about these accounts and debts all together? Well, maybe you pay a little bit of extra on your debt here or there. Maybe you don't. Maybe you put some money in your savings account from time to time. But maybe you don't because, oh, it might be time to pay a little bit extra on the student loans. Well, do the credit cards accrue or do you use the credit cards to expense your living expenses? Where's your money going? Are you keeping it or are you letting it go? So the scary results of not establishing a saving strategy and a cash flow plan is that you may lose a huge portion of your earnings due to quote unquote negligence. And by negligence, I mean there is no plan. There's no plan to save this much per month into this account. And then when that account reaches the goal of when the account is quote-unquote full, 
then what? Or there's no cash flow plan to completely eliminate debt. How do you stay out of debt once it's gone? So the scary result of not having a saving strategy is that, quite honestly, there is no plan at all. There's no forethought to your savings and spending habits. There's no goals or end results. And there's nothing to measure. How do you know if you're spending too much? How do you know if you're saving too much? And is that a thing? Without a saving strategy, you put yourself in a vulnerable situation where you may one day need to rely on someone else to pay your bills because you didn't make a forward-looking plan with the money that's coming into you. You may have to rely on your kids. You may have to rely on your parents. You may have to rely on the government. The scary results of not having a saving strategy and not having a cash flow plan is that you lose your independence. And finally, the scary results of not having life insurance. If there's nobody depending on you, meaning there's no kids, there's no spouse, then this may not be anything that's too scary at all. But if there are people depending on you, if you're married, if you have kids, then what happens if you're not here anymore? The scary result of not making the election to purchase life insurance, or maybe even just to update your life insurance plan because we oftentimes will purchase a life insurance policy. And then that is our life insurance decision for the next 20 years, regardless of how our financial lives change. So if we forget or don't purchase a life insurance plan, what is the scary result? If we don't have enough assets, then our spouse and our kids will have to live, quite frankly, without money, without resources. And how are they going to do that? Well, they might be accustomed to a certain lifestyle, and they'll have to downgrade from there. So they might have to sell a house, sell some cars, sell whatever stuff they can, and then adjust their very way of life in perpetuity. And so this life that your family had built together with some dreams and some hopes and some goals are then adjusted significantly if you haven't made the proper planning decisions. If something happens to you and you have the proper amount of life insurance in place, no matter what, a family will have to adjust because this will already be a very difficult time for everybody. But ultimately, some of the decisions that we make that don't benefit us but benefit our family will cement our legacy for good or for bad. So the scary result of not having life insurance is putting your family in significant jeopardy of not being able to survive. And then selfishly, you put yourself at risk of having a potentially negative legacy and not just teaching, but showing your kids and family what it looks like to not plan. So for Halloween here, here are the scary consequences of not planning. Some of these consequences can be pretty grim. So just think ahead and be safe out there. Happy Halloween. Thank you for listening. I'm Paul Morton. This is the M Advisor Podcast. 
You can find more information at m-advisor.com. Thank you for listening and thank you for being here today. Happy Halloween.